Hey there, hi there, ho there. Hi. Hi. Well, y'all are boring. Hi. Hello. Hey, Hello. bitches, what's up? That better. That's what I'm talking about. Little Miss Doubtfire. Hello. <laughs> like, make it interesting. You're listening to Lavender Stage and Stardust. In case you didn't read it before you clicked it. Sometimes, <laughs> given the benefit of the doubt, it just rolls through to the next. Oh, no, I'm just messing around. <laughs> you know me. It's been a little while. I've missed a few of these, and I'm feeling a little extra zealous tonight, even though I'm rubbing my eyes like I'm super tired. All right, so are y'all ready for Astrology 102? Yes. I've been ready. I've been anxiously waiting for this. <laughs> All right. Well, I will try to keep it as simple as possible. Um, this is going to get just a wee bit hairy because we're going to get into the planets and the houses. Um, and thankfully, because Jess helped me out there, made me realize that I was going to start with this one. So it's probably best that I didn't. Because <laughs> um, I've been doing this and interested in this since mm, in the late 90s, back when Herbal Essence had an astrology page, okay? I don't know if anybody even probably remembers that, but that was my fucking go-to for the longest time in, like, the early 2000s. Herbal Essence had this astrology page, and it was so cool. Um, (laughs) So that just tells you how old I am. (laughs) All right, so tonight... We're going to start with the planets. Um, We did go over the basics in Astrology 101, but if you don't remember your basic sun, moon, and rising sign, um, your rising sign is also known as your first house. It is the same thing. Um, And to find these out, you'll need your date of birth, the location of your birth, and the time of your birth. Nine times out of ten, unless you're really random, you'll have a birth time on your birth certificate. Um, I recommend the Nebula app. N-E-B-U-L-A. It's very simple. You download it. It's free. And it will tell you all the things that I'm about to tell you with descriptions. Um, It does have commercials, of course. When you go to click on each one, they're going to make you watch some shit. So, you know, it's free. Okay, so diving into the planets. When you're born, you literally, it's the star. It's like the pause of the stars because each planet moves in its own own amount of time we went over this in the last one um it can be minutes it can be days it could be months etc but tonight we're just going to kind of cover what each one represents for you um so with the planets like obviously we'll start with the sun your sun sign is the basic you your drive your ego your core self um your pride and in my opinion it's kind of like the earth you Um, It's who you're meant to be in this life. And when, again, like my son is a Leo. So with those things, with those, um, with that kind of definition, I'm going to take on those characteristics for that part of me. Each one of these kind of, it's it's all part of you. It's what makes that little, each little piece, that each little building block of yourself. And your characteristics and the things that you tend to do or not do. So my next one is the moon, which we all should be pretty familiar with. 
that represents your emotions, the inner you, your emotional life, your desires, and your subconscious. Um, it's kind of how you perceive yourself. The character of the voice in your head is the best way I can describe it. And I think I mentioned that in the last one too, but I just, it popped in my head when I thought about it. And I said, that is like a great, great mm -hmm. description. It's the character inside. Yeah, yeah. That, that was what you said the last time. And I really felt like that, it, that is like 100% spot on. And I yeah. want to encourage anyone who wants more information about these houses, um, the sun, the moon, and... No, house. these are planets. We haven't gotten houses yet. You're jumping ahead of me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, other, <laughs> um, the other episode, go listen to the other episode if you want, you know, the first part of it, like she said. Yeah, astrology, you definitely want to listen to my Astrology 101 if it's going to... It'll be easier to follow 102. It just because I kind of, I hit the same things, but get a little bit more in depth and it'll kind of all click a little bit better, I think. So now we're on to our rising, which technically is also our first house. So that's the public you. That's your social or outward personality. Um, it's how other people perceive you. It's kind of how you kind of come off in as a whole. Now we get down to Mercury. Mercury is the planet of communication. It's how we learn. It's our thinking patterns. It's our rationality and reasoning. So let's just say, for example, if you had Libra in your Mercury, that's the planet of communication, how we learn thinking patterns, rationality, and reasoning. It's going to be pretty common if you fight with yourself in your head back and forth all the time. If you can't make a decision, if you have a hard time, like, figuring out how you want to do things, it, it kind of adds that little piece to you. I don't know what my Mercury is, but mine is probably the same thing that Justice is because we have maybe two different different placements. Venus represents, it's, um, it's the planet of love and money. Now, it doesn't, like, money, abundance, things like that. Like, it doesn't always have to be money, but typically this is what it'll tell you. Um, and it's the urge to unite and sympathize with others. So, okay, I just want to make clear. When, when people look, I know for the first time when I looked up all my stuff and I thought, okay, how much money am I going to have? Let's look at my horoscope. This will tell me how rich I'll be. That is not how any of this fucking works. Yeah. So get that out of your head. It does not work like that. It's not going to tell you your future. It's just going to give you raw aspects of yourself. And you can kind of help figure out how to cope with that and better yourself. That it's not going to tell you how much money you're going to make. It's not going to tell you who you're going to fall in love with. Um, I just kind of wanted to make that clear because I remember when I first started my journey with astrology, I really thought that if I just kept digging, if I just found another site, if I just found, it would give me more. It would tell me what exactly my life is going to be like. It's all written in the stars. It's got to be there. That's not how this works. No. Yeah. And when you also think love, it doesn't necessarily have to be a partner love. It can be just compassion and how you care for people in general. So if that makes better sense, it's not going to tell you who your Prince Charming is. I'm sorry. That's not what we're here for. I think, I think I'm confused on, so I actually pulled up the Nebula app because I'm, I was curious 
for the houses that you're going through. These are the planets, woman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's why I said it's going to get hairy. I know. Um, I I smoked a little beforehand, too. So please forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the planets. I like pulled them up. Okay. So I see my chart and I see what it says in each one, but I don't know what that means. Like, so I guess you inherit the properties from said Zodiac sign. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, let's say you're V if you had an Aquarius in your, <laughs> this sounds weird. If you have a queer, if Venus was an Aquarius. Yes. <laughs> so, right. I didn't want to. I okay. was going to say it, and I was like, that's not right either. Yeah, no, that's not right either. I know. Words are hard. Um, so let's say you had an Aquarius in your in, in Venus. Damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean. If Aquarius is there, you might have a harder time. Um, like, you might love someone to your fucking core, but you have a hard time showing them. Like, they may not. You, it, it's They have a hard time expressing. And verbalizing, but like they could love you to death and you never know. Like that's just kind of how some of these signs are. Now, if you're if it's um in Leo, you're gonna get an abundance of love. We are gonna be all fucking over you. Like we are very vibrant, very uh, p- passionate lovers. Like if we care about someone, we let you know. And that's kind of what I'm trying to explain if that if that helps at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, I guess I have to go back through and listen listen to the zodiacs again. Um, yeah, and that and that can be a hard thing too because there's so many aspects to each zodiac sign, and you may not resonate with all of them, or you might resonate with some of them in a different planet differently. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like okay, so my Leo being in Sun. I'm not, I used to be very loud. Well, I mean, I'm loud and rambunctious with the right people, but I'm a lot more reserved than I used to be, Um, you know, moving, you know, getting older and things like that. But so I don't completely resonate with that as much as I used to. So it's like, it can be past, present, future too. Like maybe I used to be that way. But now maybe I'm leaning more towards X, Y, and Z characteristic. That is also a piece of it. She just pops up with a cat. Like, <laughs> look at my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking. It's like a train wreck. Can't look away. Sorry, she was attacking the curtain. <laughs> I knew I had to make a, a 12-year-old joke. I can't help myself. <laughs> Okay, so did I did I help kind of clarify a little bit? I mean, because and to be honest with you, astrology one hundred and one that I did, like there are so many aspects to each and every zodiac sign that, and there are different interpretations as well. So it can get a little bit complicated at times, and like we went over how you know some of them are kind of good, some of them sound bad, but they're really not that bad. Right. Like some people say, like you can get angry easily. Well, sure, maybe if you can get angry easily if someone hurts someone you love or something like that, like you know, whatever. But yeah, so it's it's a lot of things that you kind of have to know to piece it all together. Okay. Okay. Where was I? Are we on Mars? Sorry. Uh, it's I, not you. 
I th- we just finished you're Venus. Off of Nebula, so it's Mercury, Venus, Mars. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> My finger moved. All right, so Mars. Mars is the planet of desire, your energy, your act, how you take action, um, kind of your sex preferences, how you express your anger and aggression, and how you relate to and experience pleasure. <laughs> now, that's a lot, right? Uh-oh. She's looking no. at her own chart and giggling. Or she's looking at her cat. I'm looking at mine. (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) What's up with the giggle fest? What happened? Well, I was just thinking, I'm like, well, that's Pisces for me. They're fucking weird. And then you were saying about everything. I'm like, yep, it's fucking weird. (laughs) Pisces are big lovers. Big lovers. They love hard. They love hard. So, and weird, that's probably you in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God, I hope my dad's not listening to this. <laughs> um, it's in the disclaimer that we get raw here. I'm really <laughs> sorry to anyone's parents if they're listening. My many apologies. <laughs> hey, look, man, everybody's got desires. Okay. All right. So, I mean, and. Jupiter. Yeah, no, I was, I'm trying to, um, make sure I give any kind of an example, but I mean, that one's kind of a big one. It's pretty much just how you, like, how you kind of react to the world around you. I'm trying to make sure. Huh? Are you still on Mars or did you move to Jupiter? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I was still on Mars. Oh, okay. I was trying, I'm trying to also kind of sum up in a short kind of plain words way because a lot of these astrology sites will actually word you to fucking death where you're not you're like reading and you relate but then you almost forget what you read because it was so fucking wordy or you know kind of um cryptic yeah in my opinion because i'll get confused and i'll go wait was that this or was that that and i have to go back and kind of reread what i read to understand what what is being conveyed to me yeah i mean astrology i feel like is such a huge beast Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of me personally, I feel like there's a lot of um what's that word where people hold back information so that they have power? Gatekeeping. Thank you. Gatekeeping. <laughs> so I'm trying to dumb it down for as much as possible. Not that people need it, but just to kind of help give an overall to it. Just All right. You just disappeared. Are you like giving head back there or something? <laughs> No. <laughs> we didn't hear the slurp. <laughs> Everybody knows you gotta listen for a slurp. I said no, I won't do that to her. <laughs> we'll just have to label this one astrology one oh two slash sex jokes. <laughs> All right, we're on to Jupiter where boys go to get more stupider. Just kidding, guys. We love you. <laughs> Jupiter is the planet of luck power and where things come naturally to you in life and where you'll have an easy time reach achieving your ambitions. So for me, I would say Jupiter as a whole is kind of like what you're naturally good at and what comes naturally to you. I'm really gonna have to look into what these mean because I mean like into what each sign 
would be. Yeah. Because I'm Pisces and Jupiter. Hey, same. So Pisces <laughs> and <laughs> Jupiter. Weird. <laughs> or Jupiter and Pisces. Is that how you say it? Jupiter and Pisces. Jupiter is in Pisces. Yes. Because the planets move around and are lined up with the, the star systems. <laughs> um, okay, so Pisces. See, and even I can't come up with some of these off the top of my head. This one. I would have to look it up, too. I have to be perfectly honest with you. This That one I cannot roll off the top of my head. I'm no astrologist by any means. I just have a decent grasp on astrology to explain it to others so that they can better understand. Yeah. For my many apologies. I am no guru of this. I'm Jack of all up. trades, master of none. Okay. So Saturn is the planet of karma. Justice, career, virtues, and values long-term planning or foresight. She disappeared again. I'm here. Okay. Sorry, if y'all hear galloping in the back, these cats are going buck wild. I keep seeing the curtain wave. Yeah. They're, and I see your face, and I'm like, yeah, them cats are doing something. They're not typically allowed in the room, but my husband and my son, are. They're, everyone's gone. It's just me with the dog and the cat, so... I wanted to keep the door open to make sure I can hear everything that's happening, but they're back here just going absolutely crazy. <laughs> nice. Okay, so I would think, for example, if you had Capricorn, if um, Capricorn was, or Saturn was in Capricorn, they're, they're really good with money. They're really good. Um, so, like, I would think that you'd have a steady career, something that you would probably keep for a long time. Like, you probably fall into it. And you would have it for a long extended period of time and it would be, you know, something like that. Like, um, values long-term planning or foresight, which is another thing that Capricorns are completely, you know, known for doing is, you know, maintaining their money and making sure that they're prepared and, and things like that. Um, and again, these are just me trying to give examples. Um, these are just my kind of interpretation, some of the interpretations that you'll get when you look these things up are going to be very different because a lot of these are just what it is. It, it is basic interpretation of the properties and characteristics of the Zodiac in combination with what the planets represent. Okay. So I have to say, when you said uh, it, it like connected to job and money and career and stuff like that, that makes total sense to me. Because of the amount of times that I have changed jobs or changed careers or completely veered off track one way or another. Mm -hmm. Sagittarius. Aha. Same. See? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and these are the kinds of things, like, you're not going to get, like, a full-blown, you know, it, it's, yeah. And some of it's going to be hit or miss. You have to resonate with what you know. All right, so Uranus. Go ahead and giggle. <laughs> All right, so Uranus is the planet of rebellion, revolution, breakthroughs, groundbreaking dynamic change. And that stays seven years in each sign. So this is kind of generational. Um, you're going to have a lot in common with a lot of people. I'm obviously born within seven years of you or so. Um, 
or within that seven year period per se. And I would think that this is a collective, um, kind of like how the consciousness I feel like has been rising. Um, people are, you know, grounding is, I, I've never seen so many people suggest grounding and not just on the groups that I'm in for like, you know, spirituality or anything like that. Like I'm seeing regular everyday people who, you know, go to church going, you know what, maybe you should just go outside and put your feet in the ground. It's, it's just, I think it's like this, um, revolution of change. The way of thinking is, um, is changing and how it's collectively happening. Now, Neptune is the planet of illusion. It's your innate connection to spirituality, mysticism, creativity, and divinity. Now, this is, this day's 14 years in each sign. And this, to me, um, I want to, I want to explain this one because trying to think of a good sign to kind of utilize for it okay a taurus so if you had if taurus was in was yeah, if taurus was in neptune i have to watch my language here keep it straight for y'all my apologies tarses are very stubborn and set in their ways they they find a niche and they stick with it and they ride that through if taurus starts with christianity they're more than likely gonna stick with it that's what their their belief system is. They've put that in place. That is, I mean, it's not a guarantee. Not everybody can change at any point in time. Everybody's different. But just <laughs> generalizing and your creativity and your divinity, like more than likely that's gonna be your set and go-to if if you have if you're in Taurus. I don't even know what ours are, because I guarantee I know what ours are the same. What what um Capricorn. Capricorn. To me, a Capricorn, like, I feel like they're open-minded, but they don't change much without knowing what they're stepping into. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't make changes on a whim. So this would be something that I would probably say there's a generation, our generation um, within those 14 years are people who, you know, maybe they started out with Christianity and then figured out that that just doesn't fit with them. And sprawled out and maybe found, you know, Buddhist, Buddhism, or, you know, just like I'm an omnist. Um, but they made sure they did their homework before they just started go galloping, you know, around saying, I'm this, I'm that, I'm doing whatever. Um, so moving on, Pluto, which they have said is now not a planet, but it will always be a planet in my eyes. We love you, Pluto. You're definitely a planet. Yeah, you're valid. That is the planet of power, your secrets, hidden agendas, your subconscious, the taboo and top secret emotions. Now, Pluto, um, they, they stay, zodiacs stay from 12, between 12 and 30 years in each sign. Again, another generational thing, um, a, gr- uh, you know, a group of people that kind of all similarly do that. Now, what sign is that one in? Uh, Scorpio. Ooh, interesting. Now, Scorpio, see, Scorpios for me, they, they are dynamic. And they are no bullshit. But some of the secrets that they keep are probably some of the darkest ones that they have. And they're very good secret keepers, in my opinion, of their own secrets. I don't know about others. That's not my thing. Um, 
But that makes a ton of sense to me because a lot of the people around our generation and things like that, I mean, we talk about the taboo and we talk about, you know, to me, Scorpios are very powerful in their own right. Um, they have a lot of ambition and a lot. They're big. They're you. They can be reserved, but they are big feeling people, if that makes sense. And that's a power to me. Um, that's a really strong power because they speak their truth, whether it's taboo or not. Like, give no fucks. This is what it is. Period. Um. So that's what I have for the plants. Do you guys have like any questions or anything before I move on to the houses? Anything that I'm trying to be as blunt, blatant, and like simple as possible. Okay. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Under the traits on the Nebula app, it, there's like degrees. What does that mean? Is that the same for people for generations? Is that, does that, will that vary? What is, what does that mean? I could imagine that that would vary because obviously it's these, you know, the planets aren't going to like dead stop in Scorpio. They're going to slowly move through it. So I would imagine some people don't believe in cusps and things like that. But I would think that if, you know, Pluto had the 12 year span in Scorpio, but we were born about, you know, 30 days or, you know, six months before it moved on to the next one. I wouldn't be surprised if there weren't some traits from that next zodiac sign because you can't blanket people. You know what I mean? There's, there's going to be like all, like it just, it matters. Like the time of birth, the exact moment, the exact space is going to give you those exact amount of like characteristics and how much and things like that. Um, I personally believe in cusps. I know a lot of people that were born like really close to another sign and you just see a lot of aspects. So they, I feel personally like they bleed into each other. So each degree is going to give you either more or less. It, it, like it, it could intensify or, you know, push towards a different aspect. Or maybe I just have a little bit of this. Okay, um, so speaking of like 20, 24 degrees and then one would be four degrees. I'm assuming the 24 degrees is more in conjunction with the sign that it's in or is it the opposite? I am not 100%. On the degrees, not even me. <laughs> okay. But I would think the further in the middle or towards the ends would dictate more or less. Right. I I would just say it would lean towards the sign behind you or the sign in front of you. Okay. Is is my personal opinion. All right, y'all ready for these houses? Since Christy kept trying to rush me into my houses. <laughs> it's okay well, that's I why know, i said it's so confusing like i i know when we were talking about the sun and the moon earlier like the, the for the first episode and ascending the, the first house and ascending it in rising it's all the same yes so I, it, that's just where i got a little confused in my i know and that can be so confusing um but it it does make sense that's like a because it's such a big part of you I mean, like, your sun and your moon are big parts, but I guess, like, with the rising, like, I don't know. I I feel most connected to my rising sun at my age. I felt like I was a Leo when I was young, 
And then, you know, I kind of Taurist for a while because I was very money motivated, very financially motivated in my early 20s. And then that kind of phased out. And now I'm more of a Virgo. I speak my truth. I'm an asshole. I don't give a shit what other people think. I am calculated. I have lists. I have, you know, so to me, I feel like personally, my life has rolled out slowly and my rising sign is the most important to me at this point. I don't know if everybody feels that way, but that's just how it's kind of happened for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's certain aspects of certain things that I can relate more for my rising sign than I do my sun sign anymore. Definitely more my sun sign when I was younger, like you said. Yeah. I was definitely always on the go, 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 go. I I was going to say, wait, are you not still always on the go? Well, it's more <laughs> like at home on the go. Yeah, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> but yeah, and also, it's also like um, jargon, like, you know, um, rising and, and um, what was the other word you used? Ascending. Ascending, yeah, rising, ascending. Rising and ascending are the same damn word, just different mm-hmm. damn English. We have 50 million words for Someone one meaning. Exactly. Like I said, words are hard. Okay. So, speaking of which, it is the same as your first house, but it doesn't always have the same meaning. Okay. So, this rising sign has, it's going to be the same one, but it's got different meanings. So, your first house. It's related to the rising sign. It's the same sign, but it's the same sign, but it represents your nature and distinguishes you from the people born on the same day. You look confused. I, I mean, (laughs) I guess I'm just confused as to how it's different. Um, I don't know. Okay. So think about if you were using a descriptive for you know it like I said double meanings if I'm looking at a definition of something or of of a zodiac sign and I'm looking at it from you know where my how I love okay Leos are big lovers but if I'm looking at it on my first house and how I project myself into the world the first impression people have of you and who you are becoming and who you will be both your internal and external approach to life. It's good. You're going to look at it differently. You're not going to look at it from a love perspective. You're going to look at it from, Oh, they're vibrant and they care about people and you know, their approach to life. Like they probably do more um, risk taking than like a Capricorn would. Does that make sense? Like you're utilizing the personalities and the aspects of the zodiac sign differently because the definition of the houses relate differently it's not blanket okay i hope that helps i think so because like okay when i'm looking at the houses for me on my chart and it, it seems like there's 12 houses because there's 12 zodiac signs and each sign is going to be in a different house you're it's not mm-hmm. going to be like double of anything not true yeah not true oh really mm-hmm. yeah my my sixth house and my seventh house are the same sign 
Now, remember the ones at the end typically stay longer, if I'm not mistaken, because what it is, takes the further. What the hell does that say about me? <laughs> You're a mutt. <laughs> Literally, nothing, nothing matches. That's funny. Okay. Nothing's doubled. Okay. Yeah. How that physically works, please don't ask me to explain that because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a scientist, um, nor. <laughs> And I don't study the actual stars, just what they mean. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally <laughs> trying here. No, but you're, you have great questions and I'm trying to answer everything I can. But no, I love your questions. They're great. Okay. So your second house. Your second house is the value, how you value material things. It influences how we see our personal belongings, security, and well-being. Now, I can tell you right now, I covet anything that comes from our family that has been in our family for a long time. I don't know what my second house is, but I can tell you that, like, some people, like my mom, oh, she, I can't, she, she'll leave shit behind. She does not care. Like, she will fresh and start over and have no issue. She does not hold or cling to anything. Same. Hey, I hear it. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> now I'm not a hoarder. I just it just the the specific things that I'm attached to. And I think that's part of being an empath too, is like I get very connected because it reminds me of the love that came with it. Um, but that's mm -hmm. a whole nother thing. Now your third house will represent communication, education spiritual abilities thoughts and building relationships how you generate your thought process what you got there oh hmm no apparently i don't give much thought to anything well what do you what's what's in your third house aries okay hey look you know some some people are here and you don't have to build those relationships like you come with a soul contract and these are built in for you and you just fall in and that's okay. That is okay. And if your communication, you know, these are things that we, but see, this is, this is the thing. This is the great thing. You come here with an Aries in your third house. However, I, you, you're going to have to make me believe that you haven't worked on any of these things because you give great advice on communication. <laughs> So you may have started that way, but now you're looking at a different aspect. Yeah. Aries are very strong people. They have very strong beliefs. So you may not, you know, you may have kind of swayed towards the lack of communication in the beginning, but now you're very strong. So your communication is very strong. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if, if this is looking at it from, you know, my whole life mm -hmm. and when I was a child, I, was childish about communication <laughs> well and you're admitting it and look at the growth look look back be proud be fucking proud okay because like i said there are so many different aspects and so many different ways to interpret you have to kind of do it for yourself a little bit these apps are only going to do so so much for you and this is all for growth this is not to again this is for your growth this is not to predict your future this is not to tell you what to do so our fourth house is home and family, our roots, 
how we act freely when we feel safe, what's helped us become what we are today, and how we interpret our family lives. And I feel like that one's a little self-explanatory. I'm really proud of that definition, actually. I, yeah, that's a really good definition. And I, I'm loving my my placement for that one, too. So I can't complain there. Good. What do you got, Jess? Sagittarius. You're boring. I am. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> I, have, I have Taurus. Oh, okay. So I can see, like, very, yeah. Your home, because you are a very steady family. Like you guys do a lot together. You make sure that you're on top of it. If you're having any issues, you work through it. You know, um, as a family, you guys have strong, deep roots, and it it very much shows. So that makes tons of sense. So, the fifth house is the house of pleasure. Let me guess. You got Scorpio in there. Who's got Scorpio? One of y'all do. No, no freaks in the house. I have Aquarius. Yeah, you're a freak. Gemini. <laughs> What's that, Gemini? Gemini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Alrighty then. Never mind. In case your dad listens. That is also <laughs> self-expression and innovation. It's a great influence of self. Um, perceiving an effort to stand out creatively from others. Your romance your affairs and emotional pleasure. So these are your, it's going to kind of represent like ways that you enjoy yourself in all aspects. Like I'm weird. <laughs> You're what? I'm weird. <laughs> what do you got? Aquarius. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, well, your self-expression is quite hidden because if you feel a certain kind of way, you'll shut down and not say anything if you feel like it's inconvenient and you hide your feelings. That's not typical of an Aquarius. Um, <laughs> your innovation, you think outside of the box. You are a really creative person, and so are Aquariuses. They are super creative. They just don't always share with people, so you wouldn't know unless you literally got, like, you literally have to have like CIA clearance to get to an Aquarius's head. Um, and that is, you know, it's influence of self per and your, how you perceive. Um, again, you know, you keep quiet. You, if you feel like, you know, you're, you're not getting what you want. You just kind of sink into yourself. Um, but your effort to stand out and your creativity Again, like, it bounces back and forth. Like, some of the, you know, you should probably be a little bit more self-serving, but your creativity is off the charts, and that makes total sense. So that doesn't make you weird. Aquarius is, yes, they are very um, analytic, internal people. But they also think, like, they, they think like no one else does. And to the Aquariuses out there, y'all ain't, I mean, y'all are weird, but you're cool. I like Aquarius for the most part. So our sixth house represents health, work, um, and services. It's your relationships to your coworkers, your employees, um, colleagues. It governs the way you deal with the physical world and your routines, your schedules, and limitations. It's kind of your house of daily work, how you feel inner sense of fulfillment. 
so it's pretty much your your career drive and how you professionally kind of come off. Somebody want to share what they have? <laughs> what do you have, Jess? Pisces. Okay. Pisces are softies. They will take on your work. All you have to do is ask. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes just throw it at them. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> And then, you know, get up and go to work at 5 a.m. instead of, like, 8 a.m. Yeah, sure, of course. Um, and personally, I find them to be very hard workers. Um, they're very stable people, in my opinion, um, when it comes to uh, careers. Now, emotions might be different for Pisces. But in careers, so if we're kind of seeing the duality of how they um, mean different things, if that helps at all. Mm-hmm. Cat just jumped off the window, so that's too hard. But yeah, there's duality in all of all of them. You just have to kind of pace yourself and slow down and think about it in a different aspect. So I love that you guys, I appreciate you guys sharing um, what's in your houses so I can kind of identify and sort of bring to light like how to interpret it just a little bit better. Um, the seventh house is your house of partnerships, intimate and business. And it denotes exceptional, um, exceptional partner to whom we are meant to be attracted to by cooperating with another. We unite in achieving something, how we relate to others. Now this doesn't necessarily have to be your love life. This could be a business partner, not your coworkers, like someone that you're working with towards a goal. I want to point out something because the last houses. one was kind of like this one, but this is, <laughs> this is more partnership versus like Karen getting along with Karen in the, in the office. What, what house is this? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm seventh. Gonna... It's the seventh. Seven. Yeah. And it's intimate and business partnerships. Now it doesn't always have to necessarily mean it's going to, um, like just give me an example. One of y'all's. Mine's in Pisces, and my husband is a Pisces. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mine is Leo. Okay, I can see that. Well, we'll go with Leo, because we've been doing a lot of Pisces. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of Pisces in my chart, apparently. Yeah, you do, which kind of makes a little sense. I'm, wait. Oh, God. Never mind. Because yours and mine are almost identical. I wonder where we differ. Yeah. I can't have that much Pisces. There's no way. <laughs> it just doesn't I, make sense. I don't, I really don't have a lot of Pisces. I mean, if you go into the planets, I have two of them. Yeah. But yeah, so let's say um, Leo, house of partnerships. Like um, Leos are very driven people. So they would need somebody that would match that energy in a business because they want to go, 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 go. And they have big ideas and they need to be executed, which means being a Leo, I can say this, um, which means we are going to jump right in and make mistakes. And that's how we learn. So Maybe you would I need someone who's kind of more laid back and able to let that person kind of do what they need to do in order to learn and be patient with them. Mm -hmm. Are you <laughs> laughing? Was that, did I hit something? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the eighth house 
That is a symbol of fulfillment of all needs. Shared resources, money, how to secure your financial needs. Um, I want to apologize. I'm sorry. The dog has joined in in the chaos. Y'all are going to hear his OVS. Oh. <laughs> well, that's all right. He's a cutie patootie. Um, so what do you guys have? Because these might be getting down to some of the ones that we might, I don't know. I have Virgo. Virgo. Mine is Aries. Okay. But it's funny when you say, <clears throat> you said the house of stability. Virgo is my husband's sign. And I feel like he is my stability. Oh, very, see, and that's, and that's exactly what we have to take into account. It's not just you, it's who, you know, these, these are like the little cliff notes of life that we find out and we go, wow, how absolutely fucking intriguing is this that yep. you had no idea and here we are. <laughs> um, now I can speak for Virgos with the shared resources and money and how to secure your financial needs because we're, we're driven. Okay. We're calculated. If we know we're right, we'll tell you why you're wrong. We won't hesitate. Like, we will keep things on track. Um, so, and we have no problem asking for what we need, Vir you know, in, in the Virgo world. Um, so, to me, that makes a ton of sense. Um, and especially for you, Chris, because you and your husband have, a, you know, your resources are very shared. You guys, you know, you do everything together. And yeah. you, you know, everybody gets a say. <laughs> All right. So our ninth house is philosophy of life, spirituality, travel, higher education, how we view social structures of the government, the law, religion, and religious institutions. Hmm. I'm a Taurus. Libra. Oi, okay. <laughs> I have to jump in on the Libra because you indecisive people, you jump back and forth and you hesitate and you don't know. And you're like, one day you're totally confident. The next day you're like, am I doing this right? And is this, is this the correct path? Um, I could see that like with your spirituality. Um, now, how we view social structures of the government, I could see a Libra saying, you know what? Like, yeah, the government's good because it does help regulate and it does keep people in check. But at the same time, they totally suck. Yep. And I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I could see definitely a bounce back and forth. Jess, what did you say yours was? Taurus. I have to say that that makes a ton of sense for you because, to be honest with you, your philosophy of life and your spirituality hasn't changed since we were teens. You have yep. always been very steady and very, you know, very forthcoming in what you believe in and how you believe and what how you represent that in your life so i think that's great you guys are great examples i love this um the law and religious institutions just you definitely had no interest in that other than hanging out with your grandparents or your friends mm -hmm. so you would go but at the end of the day it wasn't changing your mind no never changed my mind mm-hmm so the 10th house is your social status, your vocation, career, ambition, motivation. It's what roles we choose and how we best fill it and desire our goals. Why does my house 10 say MC? MC. That is um, crap. 
<clears throat> what does yours say, Jess? I'm looking. 10th house or MC? Oh, 10th house or MC? M- yeah. MC, yeah. That stands for something. And there's also that a separate interpretation it. for it. And I know I know what it is, but I wasn't going to cover it because I didn't want... No, Sorry. no, it's fine. It's fine. Because I'm not that familiar with it. And I'm actually just sort of placing that myself. Okay. It's kind of like how the first house and your rising sign have like the same sign, but interpretation wise, it can be interpreted a different way. That is something that's like, there's a North node and a South node and I'm not going to, I, I don't want to confuse y'all. So just erase that. Um, but like, there are other little things um, like your Lilith sign, um, which I'm not covering. Maybe I'll do an astrology one of three and I'll learn some new things myself. I'm dabbling in that very lightly recently because I have so many other things going on that I don't have a full grasp on those. I'm just sort of um, conjuring them myself. Don't worry. You will have a million questions to answer for that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not a problem. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Can you remind us again what the 10th house is for? Sure. Of course. Um, That's your social status, your vocation, career, your ambition, and your motivation. It's what roles we choose and how we best fill and desire our goals. That makes sense. (laughs) What you got there? Gemini. Oh, you're all over the place, I'll bet. Your social status, you've got, I can see you have multiple faces. I mean, you have different groups of friends. You have different groups of friends that you do X, Y, and Z with. You have other groups of friends that you, you know, contemplate aliens and things with. I don't know who those friends are, but it just came to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um. what roles you choose. I can definitely see a Gemini not being able to, you know, choose one path and try to have it all because you're, you know, you kind of, you have dual personality. So the roles that you have are kind of split, which makes sense. And knowing you, I mean, if I'm wrong, feel free to call me out because I'm, I'm about that. That makes sense. Um, I'm confused on mine. What's yours? Scorpio. Scorpio? Yeah. Okay. Social status. Let me tell you something. Scorpios demand respect. (laughs) You will not disrespect a Scorpio. And it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you know, social status as in you're poor, you're this, you're that. I mean, like, what you socially do or do not accept from others. Okay. So, for me, that makes total sense. Your vocation and career, well, guess what? You're not, you, you're a... Do you mind if I, I mean, you're a homemaker, you're a mom, you're a full-time mom. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I mean, number one, right. And that is your career and that's what you chose and you make it work because you were determined to, because that is your number one goal. That is what is important to you. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's your ambition and motivation. What roles we choose. You chose to be a mom and you are 110% going to be that mom. You've put your foot down. You've made your decision. Like I said, I love Scorpios. They are a fucking force to be reckoned with. They're my fa- They're some of my favorite people. And your best feeling and, and desires, you've done it. And you're sticking to it. You make it work. Okay. Well, that makes sense. No, because I don't let anyone. No. I feel like I've grown into that, too. That that didn't. I used to be a people pleaser. That, oh, that yeah. That developed. <laughs> 
I feel like a lot of us were made into people pleasers when we were younger because it was just a different, it was a different set of rules, I guess you could say. Like we navigated this by ourselves and we found out that, you know, it was easier if everybody liked you. Now it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll have four friends. Like that's fine by me. I don't need to go out every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? If my four friends can't go out, I need 500 of them so I can make sure I'm with somebody every, you know, every single night I'm off or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Expensive, yeah. All right. So the 11th house is our friendships. Um, it's the ability to integrate and speaks to destiny, creativity, and, and creativity in groups. So this is kind of how we work with other people. Um, the friends that we make and the people that we attract. Um Who's got any? Okay, I gotta go with the giggly ones first. Y'all are like taking turns giggling. So, Christy, go ahead. Sagittarius. Okay, which totally makes sense because okay. Sagittarius is kind of like, okay, this is this is how much I have to give to you. This is what I'm willing to do, and if not, well, sorry, I have expectations, and you're gonna have to meet them to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jess is gonna be different. What you got, Leo? Oh, that makes sense. You make friends so easily. You can walk into a store and talk to a random goddamn stranger and make a friend. Do it all time. I know. So do I. <laughs> so do I. I. We probably have the same 11th house. Um, I talk to strange people all the time. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm sorry. Can I like, am I, I don't mean to be rude, but like, I just, I need to speak to you about this. Um, <laughs> I, I, I swear sometimes though, I'm like, for me, if people talk to me in public, I, I have resting bitch face. I can't help it. It's not that I'm not a decent, pleasant person, but I have I have resting bitch face and I can't help it. And sometimes I, I'm like, why is this person talking to me? What out of all of these people, why do they choose me to talk to? <laughs> well, Sagittarius are fiery too, and they want to make sure, like, what are you going to ask of me? Because I don't have time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the first thing you think, like, where is this going and what do you need? Because I feel like you're buttering me up. Like, y'all y'all have a wall that gets put up and it's paper thin. People can bust through. You just have to say the right thing to get. You got you to gotta know the password to a Sagittarius, in my opinion. A password? Yeah, I feel like if somebody approached you, but they were like, hey, I like you know, your shirt or like, you know, I like this and it's like got a moon on it and stuff like, I feel like that would be a, a great opening for a Sagittarius. But if you were like, Hey, have you ever tried these carrots? Da, 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 like you are disinterested. You don't give a fuck about carrots. Yeah, you want to talk work. about the moon? We'll talk about the moon. I don't give a fuck about your carrots. Yeah. Small talk is just not for me. Exactly. So that's what it makes total sense to me. Um, and again, it's like I said, shit. Okay. It's all about interpretation. Um, so your 12th house, it regulates your unconscious thoughts and self limitations and your self introspection. This is a big growth house. This is a big one. What you got there, Jess? Virgo. Virgo. Interesting. What's that? None of ours are the same. That's yeah. And it's crazy because we're only a few days apart. <laughs> yeah, I know. You and I have more in common and we're how many months apart? Yeah. Yeah, the houses definitely work different. Um, okay, so 
Shit, what did you say again? She said Virgo. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I feel like I've been rambling on so much and I'm trying to be clear and concise that I'm like so focused on that that I'm forgetting the information that I'm getting that was like two seconds ago. So my apologies. I am really worked hard. I really want to work hard on people understanding so that they can better interpret and help their growth so that everybody can succeed. Like that's what I'm about. I apologize too, because I feel like I'm asking so many No, I want you to ask questions. I think this is great because what if you're asking the questions that our listeners are literally wondering? Yeah. So I think it's wonderful. I love questions. No, don't hold back. Um, so a Virgo regulates unconscious thoughts. Um, self-limitations and self-introspection that's a tough one because okay give me a second so self-limitations for virgo i mean i feel like i feel like sometimes virgos question themselves a lot and she questions herself oh yeah that's true (laughs) Yeah, and well, the self limitations like Virgos are um they're they're good with money too. Like I know Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorns are all pretty much known for being very good with like um, money and things like that. So like their self limitations on what I can and cannot do um, definitely helps. Now that won't you know not everything will resonate with every person because um, Jess, we love you, and you're actually you can be good with money. You just have an Aquarius way about it. I don't mean any harm. I can't take it with me. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. That's that the rest of us are trying to save up for our damn funerals. If I die, it's not coming with me. (laughs) So you're not leaving me shit? Thanks. Love you guys, but nobody's getting anything. (laughs) I have my crystals. I have crystals. I'll give you guys the crystals. Okay. There we go. They'll be in the will. (laughs) (laughs) I would say um, self-introspection for a Virgo, too. Um, We're hard on ourselves. Yeah, we uh, we definitely overanalyze every single thing that we do um, in in the best interest of ourselves to make ourselves better, not first beating ourselves up, but to kind of be better versions. Yeah. What could I have done differently? How will I handle this differently in the future? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, Chris, what's yours? I'm curious because I want to do better hard on yourself. Um, So this one, I don't know how much I I relate to it. Uh, Capricorn. Oh, Capricorn. Okay. The only time that Capricorn shows up in my chart at all. <laughs> really? hmm Well, I mean, they are also, um, for self-introspection, um, I'm pretty good with Capricorn. My grandma's a Capricorn, so I looked all into that, which totally makes sense. Dang, you stumped me. <laughs> I can't with that one. Yeah, I don't know Capricorn well off the top of my head to, um, to really identify that, and I'm not going to blow smoke, so my many apologies. <laughs> it's okay. Well, and see, and here's the thing, like I said, you know, it's, it's, I don't know every single Zodiac by the, off the top of my head, but luckily, because I know you guys well enough, and just enough about each sign that I could definitely convey how I would feel like it would relate to you, 
And this is kind of something that you would have to do for yourself. Now, by all means, go on these apps and read because they do have good, um, some of them do have some good interpretations and that'll get your kind of brain running. But do yourself a favor and take those in stride and do your own research. Look at each house, look at what it represents, and then look at the core, your coordinating zodiac sign and you know think about how this literally relates to you and whether it's a good or bad thing whether or not you can find growth in that i just i just uh i just clicked through the the ad to read the whole thing for my 12th house and it kind of makes sense well good see It, it says that i'm constantly swimming upstream i can see that but the stream is your stream because you you literally um, it's like if you don't get your laundry done, you beat yourself up to where you're like, I suck this and that. And like, <laughs> I'm so upset right now. This is not done. And I planned on getting it done. Yeah. Uh, you and your poor laundry. Give it up. <laughs> we all have. Everyone has. Okay. We've all given up on laundry in this life. We're all laundry goblins now. Goddamn right. I know I am. <laughs> uh. All right. So, any questions? I've been rambling on for an hour. I'm so sorry, guys, but I hope it was helpful. Um, I hope you learned something from it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me um, in the group um, or, or on our email. And it, they'll, the girls will make sure it gets forwarded to me. I will help the best I can because, again, I am no guru, but I definitely have dabbled in this since a long-ass time, looking for all the wrong answers in the stars. But I learned so you don't have to. I appreciate you doing all the research. It was I know it was a lot because I saw your book the last time you were here. Well, I did get a lot of help from Jess. We were reading back and forth and kind of like she's reading out loud what some of them were. And I was rewording and piecing together the parts that I thought were the most prevalent and the ones that would um, help everybody kind of understand just that little bit better Mm -hmm. without hopefully leaving anything out. But yeah, reach out with your questions, concerns. If I fucked up, please let me know. Um, I did my best, but I am always here for, you know, correction. I will definitely, I take that shit in stride. I'm all about it. Let us know if you guys want another episode of astrology and what specifically you would like to look for. Yeah, because we have North Node, South Node, um, the MC. We have Lilith signs. I mean, this just goes on. I mean, I would like to put on the record, I am very interested in Lilith. Yeah, the Lilith sign, um, definitely, when I looked mine up, which I can't remember what the heck it is, I have it written down somewhere, it made total sense, and it did kind of pull some things together for me. Um, I'll gladly do that. Now, I'd have to do a little bit more research than what I did this time, because this is kind of stuff I know for the basic, you know, basically, but... Well, thank you again for all your research. And thank you, Jess, for helping her. Yes, thank you. I hope that we hear from you guys. Please reach out to us. Uh, Let us know if you have any questions for any of the houses that you're in. Please remember, you can check back with Astrology 101 like I'm probably going to do because I still have, uh, you know. (laughs) It might take a few tries. The signs. Yeah, it'll, it'll take a few times, I'm sure. But 
reach out to us, Facebook and Instagram, Lavender Sage and Stardust, or you can email us at lavendersageandstardust at outlook.com. Right. And remember, don't beat yourself up. I've been looking into this shit since I was like fucking 11. It took me this long, okay? So if it takes y'all a little, like a lot less time, you're way smarter than me already. Until next time, all you ghouls and goblins will be back. Bye. Bye.